Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Batter Pod of their own. This is episode 42 of A Pod of Their Own. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined this week by my lovely co hosts, Linda Serovich. Hi, Linda. Hey, Allison. And Maggie Wigan. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Allison. So, in an effort to maintain some sort of level of normalcy, we were going to have kind of like a fun podcast this week because we were going to talk about like the sorts of like things Amazing Avenue is running on the site right now to sort of keep people entertained and talking. Um, but then we got <laughs> a rather large piece of breaking news in the late afternoon today that kind of changed the direction of what this podcast was going to be. Um, to be fair, this is more normal than what we had planned. Like, this is normal for the Mets. It's true. It's, it's true. true. Sad, like, but true. It does. Yeah. Like, even in the most abnormal, scary of times, the Mets still have somehow metsed. Like, the Mets, the Mets metsing is clearly the one constant in our lives. Um, <laughs> so. Like, the Mets will, like, survive the apocalypse. Like, the Mets metsing will just, is the one, like, Earth's constant. Lol Mets is the is the cockroach. It's forever. It's a cockroach. <laughs> well, what is it in the Hunger Games when she says Pan Am yesterday, Pan Am today, and Pan Am tomorrow? Like that's the Mets. 
Lol Mets yeah. today, Lol today, Mets tomorrow, tomorrow, and forever. <laughs> if we can convince um, Brody Van Wagenen to give coronavirus a five-year deal, it will go away instantly. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Because everybody was kind of laughing, like, oh, how is it the Yankees who've gotten the coronavirus and not the Mets? Like, it was like this is some bizarro world we're living in. But the Earth is now back on its axis. This is honestly worse than Noah Syndergaard it getting is. coronavirus. And uh, people joked, because Noah Syndergaard got the hand, foot, and mouth disease a while back, like, that crazy thing, like, people were joking, like, if anyone's going to get the coronavirus, it's Noah Syndergaard, and it's like, oh, nope, instead he just tore his UCL. Very uh, cool. Um, let's be clear about something. He could absolutely still get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, no. True. I'm just saying, I wouldn't want to be in a clinic in Florida right now. Oh, God. Ugh. That's very true. I hadn't thought of that. That said, please be careful, Noah Syndergaard. I don't want anybody to get coronavirus, no matter how messy it would be. Is, no. is like this like Tommy John <laughs> surgery going to happen in like David Alchek's garage or something? Like, <laughs> it, who knows? <laughs> but anyway, I'm sure because Noah Syndergaard is a rich baseball player, they will find a way to get his elective surgery done despite the fact that hospitals are literally overrun with people um but it yeah. is scheduled for thursday so cool. yep it sounds like it's happening i know i haven't seen if chris sale has gotten his i only saw that he was going to have it yeah but, i don't know if he ever did yeah so no syndergaard tommy john surgery um earliest return will be april 2021 so i got to the point like when i first read the news i was literally like okay I officially don't care if they cancel the season now. Like, nope. Well, when Thomas first posted it on our Slack channel, I was like, oh, you got duped. That has to be a fake account. I was like, oh, oh, no, that, that, that's real. That's really Jeff Passon. Oh, no. No, I was sitting there, like, not paying attention to my phone for once all day. And my husband walks in and he picks up his phone and he goes, Noah Syndergaard is getting is getting Tommy or you know, he goes he goes porno a Syndergaard and I was like what <laughs> and I was like what happened because and you know of course I thought he had coronavirus yeah that's <laughs> then, your first thought that's the first thing you think yes of course and then um and then he was like no you you heard he was getting Tommy John I'm like no I didn't hear that I've been lying here not looking at my phone for an hour which I'm very sorry about that. I'll never stop looking at my phone again, folks. <laughs> it just seemed so out of the blue, which made it just seem so unbelievable. Like, if spring training had still been going on, like, if opening day was still scheduled for Thursday, I would absolutely believe it. But this, like, we hadn't heard anything for weeks. So then, like, the question started, did he do it, you know, working out at home? Like, when did he do it? But then Brody said, I guess... Yeah, I guess Brody said it happened in spring training, but he looked fine. Yeah, I don't know. I also, like, cynically wonder if, like, how long the Mets would have tried to push him through this. Yeah. If, like, they thought the season was going to start on time. Or if they, like, were confident that there were going to be games this season. Yeah, no, I yeah. think this says as much as anything else that teams 
are not expecting to play this year. They yeah. probably should not be expecting to play this year. Yeah, because yeah, like... I think I think that's why Chris Sale did it because he was getting second and third opinions, and then all of a sudden it's like, eh, all right, I'll get it done. So I think, yeah, I guess he figured now's the time to do it. First a run on toilet paper, then a run on Tommy John surgeries. <laughs> it all started with Luis Severino, too. Yep. yep. Get your Tommy John surgeries now, folks, I guess. I mean, they could do, like, a two-for-one deal. Yeah. God, that's so sad. New York special. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's, uh, the, I mean, like, if we're theoretically still pretending that there might be a baseball season this year, um, then the loss of Zach Wheeler looms awfully large, does it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure does. I'm so glad they just let him walk. And what makes me even more mad now, too, is that you have Jake and Matt next year. Cool rotation. Literally everybody else is a free agent. Very good. So we got Walker Lockett. We got David Peterson. Cool. It's just <laughs> what you, you could, want. Yep. You could have resigned Wheeler. Please, please. Uh, just extend Strollman. I was yeah. so excited to see Strollman and now He's we're getting got such good vibes. I know, please. I think this should bring it like to the forefront that they kind of do need him now, but yeah. who knows with with this team. In a world full of vibe vampires right now, Marcus Strollman's like the only one bringing good vibes. Mhm. And also kind of worried too what they said you know with the layoff and everything if the baseball season does start up there's got to be injuries so i'm scared for jake i don't yeah. want anything to happen to don't jake put that out in the universe <laughs> i mean we saw like keiko wasn't as good after you know nobody signed him for months Kimbrel, so it seems like a layoff affects pitchers. I mean, they didn't get hurt, but they just weren't as good. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm scared. Yeah, this will disproportionately affect pitchers, for sure. So the Mets, you know, decided to let one of their best ones walk. And instead, now we have a rotation that has Michael Waka and Rick Porcello in it, which is probably what the Mets wanted all along. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least Matt doesn't get the short stick. Yeah, someone out there is looking out for Mac, for Mets, I will say. Like, the yeah. Mets are desperate to get him out of their rotation however they can, and the universe is just like, nope. Nope. But it's still not the way we want it. Not like this. Yeah, not... Yeah, no, it's all terrible. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that Wario meme, the I've won, but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> That's in Stephen Matz right now. <laughs> yep, literally Stephen Matz right now. <laughs> we love you, Stephen. <laughs> oh, Take good care of your arm, bud. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Um, so, yeah, and I don't know, like... Obviously, one of the things that's being talked about right now between the Players Association and Major League Baseball is, like, how service time is going to be handled, especially if, like, we don't play any games. Does that mean, like, we get an extra year of control of Noah Syndergaard? Or, like, how does that even work at this point? We might have seen the last of Ioannis Cespedes. Sad face. 
Aww. if there's no baseball. Like, I came to that realization tonight, and I was very sad. Man, I hadn't thought about that until literally this moment. Now I'm even... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, we, we wanted to do a happy pod, and now we're just sad. Yeah, I mean, like, it sucks. Like, all, all, all afternoon, I was like... Cause I was kind of like Maggie in that I like wasn't looking at my phone when this happened and like I was um desperately trying to finish stuff up at the lab because I was told this afternoon that I'm going to be working from home starting tomorrow and there's some things that I can't do at home cuz congratulations on being non-essential. Yes, thank it's you. Very, finally. Uh, it's a good place to be. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I've been, you know, set free. And so um there, but there's some stuff in the lab that I obviously can't do at home. And so I was like desperately trying to like tie up some loose ends all afternoon. And so and there's like a certain like like room inside the lab where I don't get cell phone service like at all. So like texts, messages, everything just like goes into the void until I come out of the lab. And that was a situation that happened. Like I came out of the lab for like three seconds. I can't remember why I was either like using the restroom or like going to ask somebody a question, but I went out into the hallway and I had like five texts and like six slacks and like <laughs> Twitter was blowing up and I was like, what's going on? And Michael was like, you might want to check uh, Slack right now. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you should have just never checked you should have just been in bliss for I a couple more minutes should have gone back into the lab and never came out yes <laughs> go where there is no service seriously like that well is... also it as a panthers fan too like they cut cam newton today so i'm like i'm just gonna throw myself like I'm not going to throw myself into, like, the ocean, but maybe I'll just eat a lot, a lot of chocolate to drown my sorrows. You could look wistfully at the ocean. Yes. Yes, I will keep my distance and look wistfully at the ocean. I like that, Maggie. It's very, like, uh, New England gothic. It is. Like, on the moor, like, the moors of Scotland, kind of. It'll be a good day for some moors. Yeah, yeah. Like a good Wuthering Heights kind of feel. Ooh, yes. Nothing is better at, like, brooding than those types of, than that specific era of British literature. I know, they have brooding down pat. Yeah, for real. Um, Well, once we have a few more weeks of no sun exposure, we will also feel the same way. (laughs) I truly believe that is Britain's secret to, to brooding moody <laughs> gothiness I feel that's like, not a bad theory i feel like being a grad student for six years has primed me very well for not seeing the sun so that part at least i am prepared for there are other parts that i'm probably not emotionally prepared for but not seeing the sun is something that i'm used to <laughs> um, <laughs> so sad but you know what we're still going to talk about things that Amazing Avenue is doing because, like, even though everything sucks and today we found out that it sucks even more, we're still running our, like, extended off-season content and I think it's good, so we should talk about it. I thought it was good, too. Um, I was actually excited to talk about it, but until we got <laughs> the tweet of doom and then yeah. it threw our plans off. But we're still going to talk about it because, God damn it, why not? Um, so Amazing Avenue has two chief features going on right now. Um, one of them is, uh, 
Vaz's uh, March Badness tournament, which is a um, a NCAA uh, bracket style tournament, because obviously March Madness also did not happen. Um, so we replaced it with our own version um, of Mets villains throughout um, his throughout uh, baseball history, um, and he divided it into uh, four different regions. So there's like a self-loathing region, which is like Mets and the Wilpons are the one seed in that region, I believe. <laughs> Or, or nope. is it um, M. Donald? I think it's M. Donald Grant, yeah. Grant, yeah, which that's deserved, too. Um, so, and, you know, Mickey Calloway and, like, Luis Castillo and, like, various other, Oliver Perez, like, various other, Benitez. like, Mets and Mets-adjacent guys that have driven us crazy throughout the years. Um, then there's also a, like, true, like, asshole region. We called it something more PG than that, but basically, like, Chase Utley, Roger Clemens, like, dudes who actually suck john rocker like dudes who are just like straight up like asshole people like bad humans um then we have the playoff spoilers so think connor gillespie <laughs> and that's oh. he did not make it out of the first round oh damn connor gillespie lost. Who, did he, who did he lose to madison Bumgarner. i mean yeah okay um, I think I voted Gillespie in that matchup, but yeah. I, I would vote Gillespie too. in that because Bumgarner's just good. Yeah, like Bumgarner's the, good. The difference, see, I'm not mad at either one. I'm mad at the Mets offense who kept swinging at the first pitch. I was like, oh what, God, what, what kind every, of plan was this? Like they the, had the, dinner the reservations. was trash. They had no plan on attacking Bumgarner. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But yeah, like I find the Gillespie <laughs> thing much more, much more annoying than like good pitcher is good against the Mets. Like Connor Gillespie was like a fucking nobody, and he, I mean, like obviously, like Linda said, the the fault lies much more at the feet of the Mets offense. But if I'm gonna vote between Madison Bumgarner and Connor Gillespie, I'm gonna pick Connor Gillespie. At any rate, um. That region is about playoff spoilers and dudes who have crushed the Mets during the playoffs. Um, and then there's a separate Met killer region, which is like, you know, think like Chipper Jones and Pat Burrell and like those type of guys who've just historically killed the Mets throughout their whole history, who aren't necessarily like bad people, but um, are, you know, frenemies of the Mets, I guess, so to speak. Uh, Freddie like, Freeman's in that uh, yeah, region. Yeah, Freeman moved on. Yeah, deservedly so. <laughs> yeah. But what made me mad is this tournament, like, like now I'm mad that Sotaguchi, Jason Worth, and Brian Jordan didn't get out of the first round. I'm like, now you're making me mad about people that I don't like. Like, <laughs> my blood pressure is getting up. I was like, do people not remember Jason Worthless? Like, come on. And Worthless. Allison, me and you were both there at the Sotaguchi game yes, and how painful that was. <laughs> Cutely painful. I voted for Sotaguchi in that match. Oh, I voted so hard for Sotaguchi. That oh, that was a long walk out of the stadium. Long cold walk out of the stadium that night. <laughs> Again, it's a lot easier for me to get angry at Sotaguchi, yes! so fucking Taguchi, than it is for me to get angry at like Freddie Freeman for being good at baseball against. See, like so many randoms. Why? 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 Like our randoms don't hurt anybody. We we have a couple. It probably hurts somebody. We just don't realize it because we see them all the time. And overall, yeah. they're terrible. But oh, there's they some team out there that's like, 
that's like, man, that, I don't know, why can't I not think of any Mets randos right now? Like, the Nationals consider Wilmer Flores a random? They probably would, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they would. I would bet there's at least one other team that's also like, ugh, Wilmer Flores, why does that guy kill us every time? Because, like, and he's only not random. He's totally that kind of guy. And he's only not random for us because he's, like, a cult hero because of the crying on the field thing. That's true. Like but still to other teams, he's not like part of their lore, like at all. He's not like a David Wright figure at all. So yeah, he's a random that's killed other teams. Uh, well, like obviously we need like a much we need a bigger sample size on Jeff McNeil because obviously we all think he's going to be like perennial, perennially good, like a good player and have like a nice career. But so far, he's like he's only sustained it for like a little bit in the major leagues, but he particularly hits well against the Phillies. I know he hits well against everyone, but he's actually been a real like honest to God Phillies killer. Like I looked up, I forget. I think it was um, 2018. He hit like 450 against the Phillies. (laughs) Yeah. Cespedes was too. Mm. Cespedes crushed the Phillies. So did Jay Bruce, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was good for something. Yeah. There you go. Killing the Phillies. Brian Jordan. That guy was the worst. I would say he was worse than Chipper Jones. Because I'm pretty sure he had the whole revenge thing because the Mets didn't sign him or something. So he just wanted to kill them every time. And he certainly did. Oh, uh, um, I feel my blood pressure going up. True <laughs> like, I'm out here defending Brian Jordan. This is what this bracket has come to. <laughs> I also think that the results of this bracket have been interesting to look at because it's clearly in part a representation of the demographics of yeah. the readership of the site. Because, like, you can tell, like, how many of people that read this site skew younger versus older. Um, because of, like, the number of people who vote for, like, Oral Hershiser, for example, <laughs> is, like, because that's, like, one of the villains of, like, my parents' generation, because, like, ask Susan, she'll tell you, Oral fucking Hershiser is, like, her least favorite <laughs> player of all time. Well, and also, I, I'll be curious if M. Donald Grant ends up against the Will Ponds, who wins. I think it's the Will Ponds. I think the Will Ponds will win. I think so too. But I think either one is honestly deserving. Like I like that's a toss up to me. Thinking about Yeah, it that's a tough call. Yeah. Like I think also it might just be it might just be Chase Utley. That well, I think it's gonna, gonna be Utley game. against the Will Ponds. That's my call for the finals. Yeah, it's Oof. gonna be Utley versus the Will Ponds. I think Utley's gonna win. Yeah. I'd vote but for like, Utley over the Will Ponds in the finals. But like everybody thinks that Utley, you know, <laughs> but Roger Clemens was kind of the original Utley. Oh yeah, no, but I Roger know. Clemens didn't actually break anybody's bones. So I mean, he tried. He threw. He tried, but he failed. Like but he failed. <laughs> Which makes it more worse, I think. <laughs> He's also like a creepy, like pervert too, and we don't actually know if Chase Utley is that. Chase <laughs> yeah, Utley's just. Awful, an awful Roger human Clemens, being. Like, have sex with a fifteen-year-old girl? Yeah, well, I feel like there was something out there about him. I can't remember, or like he was like texting with one, or I can't remember. But yeah, there was definitely something shady about Clemens. 
Yeah, there was, there was something about him having some sort of relationship with a young girl. Not like, not like when he was older. He was he was in his twenties, but still, she was like fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Country singer Min- Mindy McCready. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he had an affair with Mindy McCready when she was fifteen, and he was twenty-eight. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. Not good. Yeah, so Roger Clemens is like a full-on just like scumbag person. And everybody was saying like Chipper Jones is, you know, not bad. You respect him as a, as a, you know, as a competitor. He was a Sandy Hook truther. And that's unforgivable. Oof. I'm sorry. You can't. Baseball players are not the best. Yeah, no. And then, like, because he tweeted something, then he was like, oh, sorry, that was a mistake. You can't make a mistake like that. Those people have been through enough. Yeah, my cousin sent me an Aubrey Huff tweet today, and I was like, nope, I've muted him for no no reason. No, I forgot that he existed for, like, ten seconds. Sorry. Until just now. It's okay. I forgive you. Yeah, like I, I actually, I think I blocked him. Not, I, not just muted him. I think I blocked him just so I would yeah. would not see like any of his shit. Um, and and my cousin sent me one of his tweets, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> I have purposely cleansed my feed of this. Um, this is an Aubrey free zone. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things we're running right now. Um, if you want to like channel your like Noah Syndergaard related like frustration at something you can channel it at like the Mets history full of villains uh by voting in our March badness bracket I highly recommend it but if you want it's surprisingly cathartic it is cathartic I actually have enjoyed like my simmering rage like being directed at baseball again which is just like something I miss um but yeah, if you want a happier distraction, we're also running um, a series called Amazing Avenue Recommends, which is basically where um, a bunch of our staff writers um, recommend uh, various different media. And we have a post per day running this entire week through early next week. Um, and each each day is like a different media. So like yesterday was TV, today is movies, tomorrow is going to be books, um, and then there's going to be podcasts, games, um, music, etc. So, um, uh, each writer that decides to participate picks up to five, um, things to recommend. Uh, so I've had a really nice time writing mine. I've really enjoyed it. I'm not done with my ones for later in the week yet, but, um, I, I've really enjoyed writing them. It's been cathartic to write them. I'm just kind of annoyed because... I wrote it, and then it ran, and then I was like, oh, I forgot this one, or I should have said that one, so... It's really hard to just pick five it's, things. It is. I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot, but Chris said we might keep running them, so there's always <laughs> the second chance. Pick five more things. Um, yeah. Because it's like, it's not just, because there's so much to consider when you're, like... Because it's not just, it's more its more complex than just list your five favorite TV shows or your five favorite movies. Because I don't think I've done, I mean, some of them I would, some of them I would put among my top five in each of the respective things, but not all of them. Um, because it's not just about like, these are my personal favorite things. It's like, what do you recommend for other people? And also like, you want a little bit of variety in your picks. So like, 
for movies, I made sure to include like a comedy because obviously like laughing right now is probably a good thing. Um, and for books, I made sure to like mix in nonfiction with fiction and things like that. So it ends up being like a variety list of things that you think will be enjoyable to other people, which they may have overlooked or not heard of before or something rather than just like, these are my five favorite, whatever things. Yeah. And I tried to get baseball in and movies too. Yeah. Same. I obviously did a league of their own. (laughs) All the good ones were taken. I was like, Oh, I did 42, which I did genuinely like. And Chadwick Boseman was really good as Jackie. I really enjoyed 42 as well. Um, yeah, I made the mistake of watching that late at night. It was just, just nonstop sobbing. I was like, this was a mistake. Why did I watch this before bed? <laughs> I watched it in theaters, so I was able to, you know, keep a lid on my emotions. But <laughs> um, You were smarter than I was. But yeah, so I did, I did make sure to include a baseball pick for both TV, I mean, for both movies, which ran today, and uh, I have a book pick for baseball as well um which will run tomorrow it's um when the crowd didn't roar which is the um non-fiction baseball book about um about the crowdless game between the white Sox and the orioles because i think that it's kind of fitting right now because if baseball does come back this season there is a chance that we will have crowdless games i think people need to be prepared for that <laughs> i wrote a piece um recently for baseball prospectus um about kind of what social distancing means for baseball and like what we think the baseball season could look like if it comes back when it might come back um and i elaborated a little bit on like what flattening the curve means and like why social distancing is important and uh part of it i wrote was that like we need to be like emotionally prepared for if there are baseball games when we come back like when the season comes back the fans might not be allowed back right away um we need to be prepared for that possibility because I would take it anything. Yes, yes. I would anything that, like you baseball. baseball. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely better than nothing. Um, but which yeah, there might I, also be. <laughs> I think that I think that we have to obviously be prepared for the possibility that there might not be baseball at all, and that seems to be rising every day. That probability, but. Um, I do think that there is also a possibility that we will have baseball and that there might not be crowds for a, a little while just because, you know, you once once like the number of cases and the number of deaths begins to decline and it will eventually it's going to get worse before it gets better, but it will eventually get better. But once it starts to get better, we can't go zero to 60 immediately. Um, we have to kind of ease ourselves back. Otherwise, it'll just cause another outbreak because just because it's declining doesn't mean that the virus has gone away. It's still circulating around. So you can't immediately have huge crowds of 30,000 people again. It's just ill-advised and so um but you know it might be safe to have a baseball game where there's you know just the teams and the coaches around so provided all of them are healthy there was a recent piece um i think in the la times where they spoke to vin scully and he said baseball will be the rainbow after the rain oh that's very nice yeah, it's like I just want, or like the rainbow after the storm. I was like, oh, that's such a nice way of putting it. I just want to hear the crack in the bat again. Yeah, I would love that. That would be great. <laughs> but yeah. in the Baseball. meantime, 
we have recommendations for you and we'll keep running those posts and we might keep keep running them after this first <laughs> round of posts um, depending on how long this whole thing lasts um another thing we were going to talk about on the pod today was um discuss the best games we've ever seen in person but i think we might actually save that for another pod since we had to divert some of our pod uh to noah syndergaard and the ucl Terra, unfortunately um but we are collecting listener submissions for that so if you want us to read aloud on the pod um a little blurb about the best game you've ever seen in person uh please tweet at us at a pod of their own you can tweet it at us you can dm it to us on twitter or you can email it to us aa dot a pot of their own at gmail.com we'd love to hear hear from all of you about the best game you've ever been physically at um because when baseball's not around reminiscing about some of the best moments the game has ever given us live and in person is always a good thing to do so we'll be talking about all of ours on a future episode um and we'd love to hear yours too and make a segment out of it so if you want to participate send us your best game ever in person Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We will um, end the show um, with walk-off wins like we always do, where each of us talks about what is making us happy this week, baseball-related or otherwise, because we will always find silver linings in the clouds. Um, so, Linda Surovich, what is your walk-off win for this week? Mine is actually Mets PA announcer Colin Cosell. Um, he was offering to record walk-offs for fans if you tweeted at him. Uh, so I sent it to my sister, and she tweeted at him to do one for my nephew. And so he did. He recorded one for my nephew, Danny. <laughs> and Danny's entrance music is Pup Pup Boogie from Paw Patrol. <laughs> oh, my goodness Aww. gracious. And it was just, and so he sent it to her. And I just, I could not stop laughing hearing my nephew's name being announced like he's coming up to bat at City Field because he did. He got down with like the echo like it's in a stadium and it's pup pup boogie. <laughs> but you know just it's little things like that like just a small act of kindness like it brightened my day to hear that. Um, it made me laugh. It made me smile and you know it's nice to see you know little little acts of kindness that can that can mean so much she's because she said she played it for Danny she said you know he got a kick out of it so you know I think we need things like that you know just to like 
forget everything for, you know, 20 seconds. But it was so, it was just, it was nice of him to do that. And, you know, I I really appreciated it because it did, really did make me smile. So thank you to to Colin Cosell for, for offering his services and doing that for fans. He did one for Rich Staff that I highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was also pretty good. Um, I, I'm also imagining your nephew like as an adult and then like <laughs> using that as blackmail against him when he's older. <laughs> oh man! It, oh yeah, we have to save it. <laughs> like here you go, Danny. <laughs> exactly. Maggie Wiggin, what is your walk-off win for this week? Um. So I was, I was just thinking about this, and I'm pretty sure um, that this last year was, if not my first walk-off win ever, then um, a very early one in our tenure. Um, so I'm going to try to get through this and not cry too much. But um, Sunday was my daughter's third birthday. Yay! And hey, happy birthday! She had a wonderful time. Uh, she was just engaging in it the way you would want her to. And, um, yeah, so, I don't know, we'll never forget it. <laughs> but we take the wins where we can get them, right? Yep. Yes. Definitely. And she got, she had an awesome balloon, which I appreciated. Yes. She did. A Doc McStuffins balloon. And Doc McStuffins is a wonderful show um, for little kids, especially if they're, like, scared of doctors or anything like that. So that's another walk-off win. Doc McStuffins is great. Yep, Doc McStuffins, good, good stuff, um, especially for right now when you know there's probably there's a lot of fear probably surrounding like doctors and hospitals right about now. Um, so you know, showing kids like positive images of that stuff is probably good. Um, yep. So yeah, happy birthday, Ellie! I'm glad that she had such a good day despite everything. But you know, having ha- letting kids have their kid moments during this is like really important. So. I'm glad that she was able to have a nice birthday. Thank you. Um, So my walk off win for this week um, is, you know, I had I had one of the now like very popular group Zoom calls, Um, (laughs) not for work, but for socializing, um, because in this uh, world of social distancing that we now live in, we can't see some of the people closest to us. Um, So my college friends and I just had like a group um zoom call together and i just it was really enjoyable like we just laughed together we talked about anything and everything how everybody's holding up you know played with the silly backgrounds on zoom and like laughed at like one of my friends made her background al gore and he was like like the way he was positioned it looked like he was holding their dog so it was like hilarious and then another one of my friends made her background a like weird picture of her dad it was just like perfect and yeah we just like we laughed a lot and it was the most i had laughed in like weeks and i really just i had a nice time just talking to my friends um and it was like you know, it wasn't, it's not the same as, like, being there with people, but it's about as best as we can get right now. And I just was enjoying their company, their virtual company. So that's my walk-off win for this week. Um, so that is the show for this week. We are going to keep potting, um, even if it's, like, a short podcast like this one. We're going to keep trying to pod as many weeks as we can during this. Um, we have a guest lined up for April 7th, so get excited for that. 
Um, but yeah, in the meantime, go to AmazingAvenue.com. We already previewed the two big things we have going on right now, March Badness. Make sure you go vote in those polls for March Badness. Um, check out our recommendations. We have one post of recommendations running every single day this week, so check that out. Um, submit your best game you've ever seen in person, and we'll read those on a future podcast. Um, but in the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast if you can. Um, Amazing Avenue Audio, it really helps people find the show. Rate and review it if you have the time, because now everybody has a little bit of extra time on their hands, so why not use that time to rate and review the podcast? That would be absolutely fabulous if you guys could do that um the um you can follow the show sorry i'm like uh what is the order in which i do this <laughs> you can follow the show um on twitter at a pod of their own you can also follow amazing avenue on all the social medias twitter facebook and instagram at amazing avenue you can follow each of us on twitter i am at petite phd where are you linda at linda service and you maggie at maggie 162 Follow the show on Twitter. Follow all of us on Twitter. The original music intro and outro to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there is no crying. Music.